Welcome to the Fort Bragg PWOC podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Today, Shelby Lorenzen, our Titus II, is sharing about contending for the faith. Thank you so much for joining us. Hey ladies, my name is Shelby. And I'm doing a little bit of workout this morning on some key areas, namely this area, because I've noticed it's been doing a little bit of sagging over the years since I have left my prime about 20 years ago. And so I'm finding that I have to work harder and harder in order to keep this from falling. You might say that I am contending against gravity or I am contending for this body. And I want to talk to you about that word today, contend. It means to strive or to struggle. The word used in the Greek, actually the root word, is the word that we get our word agonize from. And that makes sense because we agonize to get a certain result, right? Especially when it comes to our bodies, it hurts. It's not easy to agonize over. We, we wrestle against and it's a lot of work. It requires energy and emotion. If you are in the uh, Jude study this semester, you have studied this word recently. And Jude says uh, at the very beginning of the letter, He says, I found it necessary to write appealing to you to contend for the faith that was once for all delivered to the saints. He says, contending for the faith. Now he found it necessary because of false teachers that had crept in and were leading people astray. No different from today, right? But, um, That doesn't mean that we take it casually, even though this has been going on for a very long time. We can't approach it in a casual way or think, that's just the way it's always been, so we're not gonna worry about it, no. Jude urges his readers to contend earnestly for the faith, to agonize over, to wrestle against that which is opposing God, opposing whatever is not of the faith. And we don't just come against it, but we do it earnestly with sincere and intense conviction and commitment. Now, interestingly, the Bible uh, mentions something similar in other passages. Paul tells Timothy in 1 Timothy 4 to, quote, train yourself for godliness. While bodily training is of some value, Godliness is of value in every way, as it holds promise for this present life and also for the life to come. And he reminded the Corinthian church that in a race, all the runners run, but only one receives the prize. So he exhorts us to run like we're striving for that prize right? We're all runners in this race. Whether we want to be in this race or not, we are running. And what are we doing? We are striving for a prize. Last week in our Jude class, Catherine Perez brought this wreath of greens and she set it on her head for a visual. Um, 
but a reminder that we are not striving for a perishable wreath, right? One that doesn't last. We are striving for the imperishable, a crown of righteousness, as Paul says in 2 Timothy 4. He says, quote, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Now there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day. And guess what? It's not just him that qualifies for that wreath, that crown of righteousness. It's all of us who contend eagerly for the faith. So what does that have to do with making disciples? Right? That's our theme for the year, making disciples, the Great Commission. Well, let me just suggest this has everything to do with making disciples, right? So maybe the direct recipients of Jude's letter weren't necessarily in jeopardy of believing that false, that false te teaching that had crept in. But guess what? The people they were sharing the gospel were, right? The people that they were sharing the gospel with we're in jeopardy of believing this false teaching that had crept in. And if the people were not hearing the true gospel, then how can they respond to it and be saved? And it is the same today. If we are not contending for the faith and sharing the true gospel and people are not hearing it, how can they respond? How can they respond to something they have not heard, right? And how will they hear if we don't go and share the gospel with them? This is where we come in. Of course, our commission is to go and make disciples. And how do we do that? Unless we are committed to the cause, contending earnestly for the faith. Um, so picture a child, right? You see a child approaching a campfire with their hand out and they're walking toward it. Are you going to be casual in this situation? Are you going to um, maybe casually walk over, mosey over, and watch what unfolds? No! You're going to run to them. You're going to sprint and do everything in your power to snatch them away from the danger. Why don't we do the same for the people in our lives that we love so much, but they're not saved? This is their destiny if they don't hear the gospel and respond, ladies. That's just the hard truth of the situation. There are ladies all around us who need Jesus. If we could grasp eternity a little bit better, I think maybe we could agonize over this reality a little bit more. Even if it's just one person you share the gospel with on your street, that is one less person in hell and another in heaven who will be with Jesus forever. So I would encourage you, if you ladies work out as you are working out this week and you are sweating and trying to work against gravity, would you just remember that same... Um, investment in contending for the faith is yours. You are a runner in this race and you are working toward that great crown of righteousness 
Let us work together to make disciples and contend for the faith. I hope this has encouraged you. I hope it has made you think. And I hope that it has given you a little boost to share the gospel with someone today. Hope you have a great week. Hi, thank you for listening to Protestant Women of the Chapel, Fort Bragg. We are workers together for Christ. If you've been inspired, please share our podcast with those who could use a good word.